0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Good morning. Friday, March 31st. Last day of the quarter. And I was just looking at, I'll bring it up on my screen here. Um, Spy, QQQ, DJI. DJI. (laughs) IWM, when I think of DJI, I always think of uh, my drones. If you guys didn't know, I have a bunch of drones, so uh, I do fly drones. But QQQ, greatly outpacing. I mean, if you're in small caps with the IWM, if you're in uh, the, the Dow, uh, you're underperforming. And I need to rebalance my parents' portfolio because they are underperforming. Uh, Spy, go back over to Spider Spy, you're still in this 395. We closed. Over four hundred at four oh five. Crazy. Crazy that that again old resistance, which was four thousand, becomes new support. So four thousand now becomes support. Uh four hundred on SPY becomes support because four thousand on the SP is actually four hundred. So you're at um four oh four sixty-four. It's up slightly. The uh Fed um core pce numbers came in better than expected. Uh, I'm not an economist, so go read about it. I do not play one on TV. Uh, You're free to go and and look at it if you'd like. Um, But just so you know, uh, yeah, they came in light. Uh, Spy closed up there. So Um, I also want to start out the episode with a special shout out to the three or four people who uh, shouted out on the Spotify. I guess Spotify allows you to respond to me. Uh, here's the reason I don't see it. They do not send me alerts, um, that, Hey, somebody commented on your episode. So every now and then I'll go in there and I'll look and all of a sudden I see them. I am not scanning through all of the episodes of this podcast to see if you, uh, commented from April 30th of last year. Uh, just not my thing. So if, if you send me a, uh, a little slightly nasty message that I missed you. Uh, just realize, come on, uh, you know, again, your boy doesn't get paid to do this. Uh, it's, it's uh, you know, I trade, I share, I don't charge. I just ask for tips. But there was a, a couple that I wanted to address here early. Uh, and, and a person by the name of GWH Bagholder on Spotify. <laughs> Guess which stock he asked about. Uh, GWH. Yeah. Uh, let's look at GWH. We'll pull it up here in Trendspider GWH. Um, I initially looked at this and I said, you know, it's a falling knife. I mean, look at You're in the, the, the stock right now in the four-hour algorithm at $1. twelve. It's trading at $1. sixteen. It's not making money. Um, if we go over to Finviz and we look at DW, GWH, um, it's an industrial electric equipment and parts, they're not making money again. They are down 52% year to date. I just went over that tech is up. uh, QQQs are up 20%. uh, Even the Dow is up even slightly. This is down 52%. What do I think of this stock? Uh, It hasn't been covered since July. They had a $3.75 price target in July. Right now, the target price is five. That's just because it's not covered. They're an energy storage company, designs and produces iron flow batteries from commercial and utility scale energy storage. Um, yeah, there were two buys on this back March 6th and March 7th at $1.65. You're talking less than um, less than $10,000 each from directors. Uh, they want to put in, hey, we, we support this and we think it's worth more than sixty five. Yeah, but I'm only willing to put in something that, you know, Maybe I spend on a family vacation, probably even less than that, to be honest with you. So I, I don't think it's a good buy. In my mind, I think there's better plays out there. I think you could buy Schwab. I think you could buy TPST. <clears throat> I think you could buy First Republic. I think First Republic is by far a better bet than this one. I mean, could this go back up to three? Yeah, you'd have some insider news on that one. Eh. <clears throat> Again, I think you're just throwing throwing your money at stuff that uh, you know, throwing your money in and saying, "God, I hope it goes up," um, you know, back up because the fundamentals don't support it. I mean, they just don't. So, uh, GWH, I appreciate your feedback, but I just don't think that this is a good stock. Uh, honest to God, I'd rather see you put your money into something a little bit safer. Uh, original Birdie B. Asked on Spotify about SoFi, Uh, SoFi technology. Now, it's funny because last year, I remember I was on Mech's tour with uh, MLS, uh, Major League Soccer, and one of the guys at MLS said, dude, you do stocks. What do you think of SoFi? I said, it's a a dumpster fire, Uh, absolute dumpster fire that you can trade. I think he was in at about seven. It's trading at about $5.70 now. Um, I actually believe that it is a dumpster fire. It's just a controlled dumpster fire. I do think that it has put in its bottom at about four. Uh, if you don't know about SoFi, they were hurt by the um, the uh, student loan forgiveness um, because they have a bunch of student loans. And that's how we get, they get people to sign up. That's essentially what their business plan is. Hey, get people to sign up with your student loans because we'll give you a low rate. And then they come in for other banking services and they make money that way um they also just took advantage i mean and this is this is the good news about sofi it it is completely um nimble they saw that accounts that were at silicon valley were not guaranteed with the fdic for anything over $250,000 so what did they do they immediately enacted their bank charter and said hey uh what we're going to do is we're going to partner with other banks and anything over $250,000, if you want to put it into SoFi, we will spread it out to around 50 other partner banks. Um, so you're now guaranteed for hmm, a few million bucks or something, uh, somewhere in that neighborhood. So um, they'll put it, you know, five, six, seven, ten 10 banks. I don't know the whole details of it, but it just showed me, hey, they're nimble. Now, here's what you have to know. When we go, we talked about how bad um, GWH was. Well, here's the forward PE: 5,720. They ain't making money. It's even worse than GWH, but your year-to-date performance, you're up 24 percent because people know about this. People understand this business. People say, "You know what? Yeah, it's super, super expensive, but at least I'm going to trade the stock." GWH just doesn't have this, the, the trading volatility. The average target price on this is 783. I do think that it's put in this floor. You can see it capitulated right here around 450. Um, it's now capitulating around five fifty, and I think that's just showing that we're in an upward trend. You go back to February; this was all the way up near seven. So the target price is seven eighty seven. You can see there's a couple of upgrades in January. Uh, one upgrade in January: the, the J.P. Morgan upgrade them to neutral with a six dollar price target. Um, there are three buys in March. There was a sale and option exercise in February, but the three buys are from the CEO. And they're not huge. I mean, this guy's, you know, they're worth millions and millions of dollars. And he bought a bunch in December as well, around four. But I think they're looking at about 550 at, at the bottom of this. So I do think that that is put in a floor. So, uh, yeah, Birdie B, thanks again. Um, Sam from Facebook wanted me, and, and I want to go over this. He asked me to look at a, a, a stock called DVND. It's a fund. It's an ETF, DDN, DVND, and they do have it in, in Trendspider. It is not in Finviz. And so he asked me to do a bunch of research. If you're in the Facebook group, go and look at my research on that. Essentially, I just went to Google. I found a bunch of uh, 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 public records on it. It is super small volume, super small volume. The actual contents of DV, DVND are really good. Um, D B N D. See, you can't find anything on Trend on FinViz about it. Trend Spider does have the chart. It looks good. I mean, October here you were at 23, you're up at 25. It's a close, it's a um actively traded fund that is through a small partner. I think they only have like $25 million in this actual fund. Uh so my my feedback to fam was to Sam was better places to put your money that have better options. And if you have to dig this hard to find out about a fund, uh, they ain't doing their job. You know, the, the idea of a fund is you want as many people to benefit and you want as much money in your fund as you can. If they are not making that fund um, quote-unquote uh, visible to people or completely being candid about it, don't do it. Just don't do it. So go and read that thread with Sam. You'll see some interesting stuff. I don't suggest that you um, invest in this one. It's a dividend. Uh, you know they, they they have a bunch of good names in it. Really good names. I just there's better ones out there. And I think there's a, even Google. Go on Google, and um, uh, you know listen to uh, go go on Google and just look at ETFs like DVND, and you'll find some type of D, uh, you know you can type it into Fidelity DVND. And it will give you about several other options that you may want to look at. And and probably a lot of them are a lot better. Uh, I listened to, and I posted this on the Facebook group too, um, uh, on the tape with Guy Adami, uh, Dan Nathanson, and Josh Brown was a guest, and there was another guest who works with Josh Brown. Great episode. Uh, and one of the things that, that Dan Nathanson was talking about is... Um, uh, and Sam did this, by the way, you know, Sam, Dan Nathanson said, you know, back in our day when they started in the, back in the 80s, you didn't have Google. You didn't have the Internet. I went around the world in 1993. We didn't have email in 1993 um, for someone to ask a, um, hey, you know, fact kind of thing. Um, like, you know, if Sam were to say, hey, what, what are the um, stocks that are in DVND? Uh, that's a dumb question. And Dan was kind of spouting off. There are dumb questions these days. And part of the dumb questions are just facts. You guys have the internet. You have the tools at your disposal. You have Finviz. You have a Seeking Alpha. You have your brokerage account. If you're in a brokerage account like Robinhood, where they don't provide some, some data or some information or charts or charting program, if it's just on your phone, get the hell off. Even Webull has some information, they have some great stuff, and by the way, if you ever want to go down a rabbit hole, start reading some of the comments on some of the posts on Weeple, holy hell, then you'll be uh, scared for humanity, but um, yeah, Sam did it right, Sam said, hey, I researched this, I can't find anything, can you help? I I did about 10 minutes um, on Google, went down a couple of rabbit holes, found out more uh, but if you're going down rabbit holes trying to find your uh, your answer to your question on a specific fund because you can't find information, it's not a fund that you want to be in. Just like financial advisors, if they're telling you something, you know, if your insurance salesman is tell- telling you, uh, you know, uh, about that life insurance is a great uh, investment, he's not an in- if, oh, I'm sorry, if your investment advisor Is telling you that life insurance is a great investment. He's an insurance salesman. He's not an advisor. Just understand the difference. Uh, Karthik asked me about, off of Instagram, um, he wanted me to look at SPG, which is Simon Property Group. This is in our core portfolio, and you can see on the screen, the four-hour algorithm has you in as of March 27th, which was three days ago, uh, at 104. It's trading at 107. I said anything about $100 is a great price for this. I like this at $120. Um, it's got a great, great um, dividend with it. It's got some news that that they're partnering with a steakhouse or something like that. 6.69% dividend. It does have a rather large PE for a mall, for a REIT. Um, that's a little bit high. Year-to-date, it's down 8%. Uh, the average price target is 132 That's why I think anything around 100 is pretty good. You can see, look at all the buys. I mean, they're buying at 116. These are directors. Uh, And they're putting in, it's tens of thousands. It's not a huge amount, but they're putting in money. Nobody's really selling. They're just putting in money. Um, And David Simon, who runs this group, he's a a really good manager. Now, this competes uh, with SKT. Now, remember I said 19 was a high PE? Well, SKT has 24 Um, Year to date, you're up 4%. Over the last year, you're up 30% in this stock. Uh, SKT's average price target is 19. You're trading at 18.75. So if you're looking at malls and you're looking at REITs, I think SPG is your better um, thing. Um, Last night, and I'll look at this in uh, Finviz first, Tesla. Tesla. Tesla Senior VP of Powertrain and Energy Engineering sold over $2 million in the last week. You can go onto Finviz, type in Tesla, go down here, and you can see Andrew uh, Baguiano. I mean, he sold $2.2 million worth. Um, he optioned an exercise and then sold. I mean, he just optioned his exercise at $20.91 and sold at $1.94. Um, CEO, you know, Elon Musk on March 8th, Optioned exercise at 473 and he sold $2 million more. This is, you know, oh, I'm sorry. He didn't sell two million dollars. Chief financial officer. There's a lot of sales in here. Uh, they're not a lot of money. Again, these guys have a tremendous amount of money. Uh, if you look last December, that's $1 billion from Elon Musk. Uh, and then right before it, on the day before, $1.9 billion. So you're, when you're talking about insider sales, in this one, you want billions. Millions means they're just putting a, you know, above ground pool in the backyard. Um, billions means they're putting the in-ground pool in the backyard. But it's interesting. I continue to say anything under 200. I think this is a buy. I have not bought back into this. I have been waiting for it to get back down. Uh, it did have a buy here on March 16th at 180 in the four-hour algorithm. And you'd be up pretty good. I mean, you know, 7% somewhere in that neighborhood at 195. I continue to say you're getting off the 62% uh, gain right here. In fact, let's take a look at some of the quarterly winners. uh, Since it, you know, tomorrow's April Fool's Day. And I'm I'm pretty sorry that I'm not going to be on air. uh, Do a podcast on April Fool's Day because you guys would be in for some pretty big headlines then. Uh, But this is not, um, you know. April Fool's Day, at all. Uh, quarter, quarter date to winners, NVIDIA, big one, up 86%. Could you buy into this? In my personal opinion, I think, you know, when people are hyping this, hyping it up, I tend not to buy in, but they hype it up for a reason. It's a quality company. The PE is 157. And I I, mean, I am going to do at some point soon a video of AMD versus NVIDIA versus Intel. Um, and, and which stock from a fundamental standpoint you want to invest in has the bigger push, blah, blah, blah. Um, we might include some other chip names in that too. NVIDIA is up 87% year-to-date. 87%. That's huge. Um, you know, you, it, Again, when you look in our algorithm, uh, it got you in January 5th at 147. You're at 173. That's a huge, huge run. I wouldn't trust that... You know, I want to buy in at, at the these you know fifty two week highs, but eh, it's a four hundred dollar stock back in the day. Um, Meta, another big quarterly winner, up seventy two percent. Our algorithm has you in on this one at one eighty four. It just came off this forty four percent from the beginning of the year. There, um, it is up seventy two percent. Meta, it's not expensive. The PE is 24. That's trailing forward PE is 17, and they are cutting costs unbelievably. There is a huge gap up to 350. We can pull this one back, and we'll start to see this gap. I think it's 320 to 350 or something. Um, That's about where I bought it in. At I've since sold. I took the loss and just kind of you know didn't want to hold it on the way down. Um, So hold on one second. I keep putting in the. I've got a crunched little desk setup here, but you can see there's the gap, and the gap is between 317 and 253. You're heading for it. You're absolutely heading for it. Um, I think you know this earnings what, coming up on April 26th. I think you'll get it. Um, WBD. I went over this one, and I I did do a comparison of Paramount WBD and Netflix. I thought Netflix was the bigger one. Uh, WDB, WBD. This is Warner Brothers, if you didn't know. This is HBO Max. This is a Discovery channel. Uh, It's basically Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh, And they're up 58% year to date. And you can see, I mean, they're still losing money, but they've had some crazy good growth. When this one gets under 10, buy it. Just remember, when it's under 10, just buy it. They'll make things work. Zaslav, I think is their, uh, their, uh, CEO. He's a, he's a good one, but yeah, if you want to, you know, look at some of the the, the fundamentals, they're not making money. Their forward PTE is 15. They're up 56% year to date. Their average price target is 21. They're trading at 14 and their average price target is 21. Next one. Uh, we just talked about it. Tesla. I mean, they're up 58% year to date. Same thing. You had this price at at 100. I mean, the the key point of these, NVIDIA, META, Warner Brothers, and Tesla, earlier in the year, in January, and and with the October lows, I mean, think of NVIDIA. It hit 100 in the the October lows. It's at 260. Uh, You couldn't give that stock away. And nobody wanted it. It's overpriced. It's crazy, blah, 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 Uh, including me. Nobody wanted it. Um, so you know, this is kind of the, the key metric here is good companies that have good products that have good management that have good cost controls. They get rewarded in market, even in markets like this. I mean, you know, the market is 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 not healthy per se, and I think we're in this trading range. But Tesla's up fifty percent. The next one, AMD, another chip company. This one is up fifty percent year to date. Uh, you're up at ninety-seven. Anything under 100 on this one, I think you're fine. I own it. I think my average purchase price is about, uh, I think it's just over 100 now. I dollar cost averaged it. Uh, I was well over 100. It's a long-term buy for me. Uh, the average t- uh, target price is 95. It's trading right at 97. Uh, I just think that chips are, are in demand now. And I don't think that those t- price targets are, are updated. You can see sale, some sales of about $2 million from an EVP. That's nothing. Um, you can see e, uh, the, the same EVP sold $3 million at 81. This guy's just selling. I mean, he may be looking for the exits. Who knows? He sold way back in February at 82, $3 million. Um, you can see down here the chairman and CEO sold in August at 100. That tells you 100 kind of is the price target here. She wants to bring it back up to where she sold. So she hasn't bought anymore, but she gets rewards. So uh, I do think that that's one. Uh, I wanted to go over, if you think that Q1 is an indication of the rest of the year, uh, some of the big winners, Microsoft. I mean, I mean, Microsoft is just, you can't lose on my, it's not going to zero. Microsoft is not going to zero. Uh, Apple. Uh, in fact, Apple you'll notice it's the secondary cross-up right here. It came up on my scans this morning. If you bought in at 153, you're doing well. If you bought in at the 120s down here, you're doing really well. And again, this is just, it's not going to zero. They're not going to zero. Their earnings are coming up uh, April 27th. I don't know that I'd necessarily buy here in the 160s, but the average price target for Apple, I think it's 180 if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm sorry, 169. So you can see that March, they reiterated 199 price target from Goldman, uh, 180 price target from Morgan Stanley. Uh, in January, Bank of America said, hey, well, our price target is $153. They they are the only ones that brought it down. So, you know, their, their PE is expensive. For a company that basically sells five iPhones, their forward PE is 24. Um, but Microsoft, Tesla, and Apple, those are the three retail names. If you think retail is going to win... I think you're safe in those. Um, we talked about some short squeezes. Bed Bath & Beyond finally going to declare bankruptcy. This one is down 8% to 54 cents. If you remember, I traded this one <clears throat> at about $2 and I think it jumped up to about $3 or so. Made some money on it. Uh, I think I lost that money right away when I bet you know it was going to go up again and it didn't go up again. So these short, short, In you know just tiny trades, um, some of the banks, MCB Metropolitan Bank Holdings, they're up twenty four percent to thirty one. I was looking at this and I think they were down at twenty four. They closed yesterday at twenty five thirty five. They're up to thirty one in pre market. All they did was say liquidity remains strong. That's it. They didn't do anything else other than say liquidity is strong. That's how tight this bank market is. So uh, MCB is one. Uh, F FRC. Let's uh, FRC First Republic. Um, this one is up one percent at thirteen ninety two. There's a uh, report that Massachusetts is looking at investigating some insider sales before all of this came out. So there's an investigation, same as Silicon Valley, blah, blah, blah. I still say if you get this one in the $13 to $14 range, at some point you'll be rewarded. I do not suggest you hold this over the weekend. This is one you buy and sell. It's one you trade. Uh, DPST, same thing. Buy it and sell it. It's at $7.67. It's up $2.13. I think if you get this in the $7 to $8 range, I think you can hold it. I'd probably sell it over the weekend and just look at maybe even taking the loss and then buying it down on Monday because it could be down further if we have some type of event over the weekend. You just don't want to hold this stuff over the weekend. The one that I would suggest holding over the weekend and buying and holding is Schwab. It's up 1%. I think if you get this anywhere between 50 and 55, I think you're doing really well. Remember, the CEO bought this at 59 so Schwab I think is fine. Uh speaking of chips, a late report just came over that China is investing investigating uh US chips. I don't have the details. I just saw the the screen pop up um but Micron is down 4% at 60 bucks. I continue to say this one the pivot I think is 55 anything under 55 I think you can buy anything over 55 I think you could probably sell. But again it's chips. So that changes on a a pretty regular basis. Um, As far as scans go, I am not going to do a a review of the week, but I did want to go over the scans. Apple, I talked about, had a secondary cross up. I don't think I'd buy. It's a little bit too high. But if you want to add to your position, eh, you'll be fine in three to five years. Again, it depends on your time horizon. Square finally got the cross up after that horrendous uh, Hindenburg report. Uh, And I said buy at 60 It's at $68, 68. 68.34 is where the cross-up happened, square. Amazon had a cross-up, and it's a secondary cross-up. Again, anything under 100 on Amazon, I think you're fine. It's trading at 102. It's up 0.38% in pre-market, but Amazon had that secondary cross-up. One uh, ETF that I hold um, is IGM. It's an uh, expanded tech sector ETF. Um, You can go look at it, IGM. We had a cross up here at three thirteen. You have a secondary cross up. It's doing really, really well this year. Uh, again, IGM is one another cross up. This one I've been waiting for it to get under thirty. It didn't. Thirty one oh seven is the cross up on Uber. Thirty one oh seven today. Um, I think I may buy it at thirty one. Again, you know they're looking at selling their their freight division, uh, focusing just on the. Um, their core business of Uber Eats and Uber Rides. Um, those are the two things that really make the money. Lyft, you know that the um, the, seat, the two founders left after that horrendous quarter, uh, and it got a pop because they got, the new guy was on the board, and he's blah, blah, blah. He's really good. Uh, TQQQ had a secondary cross-up. If you're in this one on the four-hour, and you're trading on the four-hour, which I don't recommend, 2217 was the cross-up back on March 15th. You're at $26 right now. I'm sorry, 27 in pre market. That's a $5 gain. That's 20%. I, again, don't recommend holding it over the weekend, but that's not a bad gain on there. TARK. You can see TARK. Uh, this is a double levered ETF on ARKK, $61. $61 is the cross-up, T-I-R-K. Again, these are ones, these levered ETFs, I don't recommend holding over the weekend. Um, we had one sector cross-up, and that's the communication sector. XLC, it's a secondary cross-up. The original cross-up was at fifty-three eighty-four. The RSI is a little bit high. I don't know that I'd look to get into this one. It's over the 200-day. When it dips under the 200-day, I think that's when you can get in, but the communication sector is hot. Okay, that's it for the weekend. For the, the Friday episode, uh, if you have any questions, um, you, you want to you know, know about a stock, you have some questions about taxes, blah, 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 join the Facebook group. Private Facebook group is down below my picture. Go to the link tree. You will find everything that you, you want to see there as far as the socials. Um, if you leave a comment on Spotify, just let me know in the socials you left a comment on the spot on Spotify because it doesn't alert me that there's a there's something there. Um if you are paying more than $30 a month for your phone service, there is a link to Visible you get $20 off. I think their lowest price tier for unlimited right now is $25 a month. It's on the Verizon network. In fact, my parents uh uh Wi-Fi here was slow. I just re- you know, took off the Wi-Fi. I mean, screw it. I'll use the the um, you know, Visible unlimited. And I was getting 5G. I think I was up at like close to 100 megs per second here. And I'm in the middle of nowhere in Jersey. My my parents live in this gated community. There's not a tower forever. And I'm getting 5G. So I like it. Down below, there's a link. You'll save $20 off your first month. The first month, is $25 if you get the lower tier. I think it's $35 if you get the upper tier. I haven't seen a need to get the upper tier. So I got the lower tier. You can always go back and forth if you want. Um, I use eSIM. So it's super easy to, to uh, just transfer. If you've got an iPhone 13 and above, again, I'm, I'm long Apple. You Google folks, I'm not helping you. I'm not helping you at all. Um, if you like the charts that I show, TrendSpider, uh, that's what you're looking at right now. I'll give you access to my algorithm. The code is DSP25 to get 25% off. Great, great algorithm. Watch lists. Um, you can do so much more that I don't even show uh, maybe one day, if you want to see a lot of what uh trend spider has, go and watch it on my YouTube channel. I've got a, um, David Yoakum of Yoakum's charting. He goes over trend spider with me and, and says, here's some of the things he can do, it, but there's so much more go to their YouTube channel. Look at their, some of the stuff that they have. They have great, great videos. Uh, in fact, Jake just went over and it's a great video. I posted on Twitter. Um, how to draw trend lines. Trend lines are my thing. If you know trend lines, I mean, shit, you can you know, pick out the stocks that you want. But again, I'm going to be on vacation. I'm going to Chicago and Houston next week. So uh, if you want access to my algorithm and you don't want to listen to my voice on the podcast or, or me on YouTube, just get Trendspider. Uh, you know, again, you have to have a, an appropriate size amount for your uh, either portfolio or trading, uh, trading activity. But yeah, I like it. So final one, uh, ID shop. They're the ones that are sending me out on this MLS gig. um, And I really like them. So if you need uh, badges, if you need printing materials, if you need anything, idshop.com. Yeah, and I'm looking. Boyle uh, is up 10%. KOLD is way down. Uh, Mullen is up 30%, says Joe. M-U-L-N. Um, Yeah, go and look at those stocks. There's a lot of opportunities. It's we're in a trading range. Just realize we're in a trading range. So the, the, the big move down, I don't think is going to happen today. I think it's a you know, pretty good day. It's been a good week. I think it's been a good quarter. Uh, reallocate your, uh, I, I think I've got some cash on the sidelines. I'm waiting for a drop. I've just been waiting for a drop and I didn't think February's drop was big enough. Um, it'll be interesting to see what April brings us. But uh, I, I'm considering Meta under 200. Uh, Google, I still want to get more under 100. Amazon, I, I've got enough. Um, you know, I think Microsoft probably pulls back to the 260s at some point in time. Uh, remember, I, I just give you targets to try and make sure that you understand uh, where I think the bargains are and where the bargains are typically not, hey, you know, like Bank of America. I bought it 29, 29.90, somewhere in that neighborhood. I'm down, but I'm holding for a year. Do I think that in a year Bank of America is going to be up? Absolutely. Do I think Wells Fargo will be back above 40? Absolutely. Do I think uh, Citibank is going to be back above 50? Absolutely. Um, do I think JP Morgan will be back at 140? Absolutely. I'm not an investor in JP Morgan because I think those uh, efforts had some, something to do with Epstein. And I think they, they fully well knew about Epstein. So uh, we will see about that one. Do I think Goldman Sachs is back up to 380? Yep. I think the banks get bigger. Honest to God. Uh, I think financials, we went over it earlier in the week and listened to the previous episodes if this is the first one. you, But energy and uh, financials, they underperformed in the first quarter. Go and do your research. Find out what underperformed. Um, because typically what underperformed will come up. Uh, the others may come down. And just get ready because I do think that technology may come down. Uh, I don't think that Apple is deserving of the 160, but uh, they may be just buying a ton of stock back. I mean, who knows? Maybe even Warren Buffett's buying a bunch of stock. He said anytime that thing comes down, he's been buying. So maybe he likes it even more. You can see what he's done with Oxy. You know, I I, I got a message from somebody God, I wish it would have bought Oxy under 60, more of it. Well, you know, I don't know that it necessarily goes to seventy anytime soon, but I, you know, I—it's I, like a bank account. If Warren's investing in it, he's not necessarily getting out. When you see it go up ten percent or so, like you saw te, Taiwan semi, I think it was a twenty percent gain that he wound up taking in Taiwan semi. He got and he got completely out. Um, my guess, and I don't think he said this, is he just doesn't want any exposure to China. You know, Charlie Munger has said he likes Baba. And he thinks that BYD has a better opportunity to uh, gain than Tesla. Um, But those political tensions, you can't ignore them. So have a great weekend. I am going to stop rambling on. But uh, I will talk to you Monday. See you guys.